people spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to The JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. All right, everybody. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take over this uh, episode with another Todd Conklin. Dude, I love how you say crap. Yeah, I know. Do you like? Especially when we're interviewing so many people that actually don't use the edited you, version of that, do they? Like, dude, you don't say crap. <laughs> like, that's what kind of cracks me up. I'm like, I can't remember the last time you said anything that was even sort of close to a bad word. Well, you know, if my kids are gonna listen, I get you. I got you. Know, I got, I got I you. Gotta, yeah. You know, I just got to look at my audience and today's audience is going to be, I think, kind of blown away, man. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, no, they, this, this guy is a live wire, as they, say, as they say. I can still remember the first time I met this guy. I was like, who in the hell is this guy? And of course, after the fact, he, I, he admitted that he was kind of doing the same thing, but different reasons, right? Mine was because I was so handsome, but. We'll have the edited version and the non-edited version. So we'll have a lot of bleeps in it. So, it, I mean, you can totally, you know, this is going to be unabashed, man. We're going to be good. So. Uh, yeah. So we've got Charles the Chuck Whitehead with us today. Coldwell Banker owner. Three offices, 350 or so, plus or minus agents, staff, 15 million GCI, 600 million. I mean, these are huge numbers, huge numbers. And he's not really known as really the owner this guy is known for his education his passion his personality i love the fact that we get this guy on the on the show today he's not going to say anything now no he's just no no actually keep talking like that just i like the compliments (laughs) keep them coming right keep them coming (laughs) and he's devilishly handsome he's definitely got a face for radio please welcome (laughs) chuck whitehead hello everybody hello happy to be here (laughs) how are you buddy i'm doing great thanks for having me on yeah here we are in uh, windy city and it's beautiful it's not no wind at all exactly Exactly. Had some deep dish Chicago pizza last night. Nice. Louis Martinez, man, it was fantastic. Super happy to be here. Yeah. Fantastic. So, dude, we got to start off because you're in one of the most competitive markets on the planet. We are. Right. So, talk to me, Goose. Like, how do you, how do you choose that market? How do you grow that market? What? Well, um, you know, I am in a market of about two hundred thousand people. So we're surrounded by you know all types of shops, and I know your your listeners, your leaders, I'm sure all types, right? One hundred percent shops. Oh yeah. Full service shops. You know, half 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 yeah. know, shops. Uh, and for us, you know, we're we're pretty surrounded by competitors. Um, I mean, they're everywhere. We're constantly under attack. Even being here, you know, I'm sure anybody that's in a leader leader out there is concerned. Like, who's dealing my agents? What's going on? Who's got, <laughs> what are they up to? I got to call everybody right now. You know, I mean, that's just the way it is. But. Um, luckily we've just, um, you know, have, have a mentality and I've stolen it from, you know, partly from Utah and from Peter Mendiola out West and that we're not going to lose. And we're just going to have the mentality that we are going to run everybody effing over that gets in our way. And when the market shifts, we're really going to run them over. I do. I do love that about you. You are unapologetic. Like it's, you hear people are talking about, I woke up in beast mode, but like you literally wake up every day in beast mode, unapologetically lead. And it's kind of what makes you so unique. Uh, there's a lot of leaders out there. There's a lot of people Thanks. that want to be leaders out there. You're different. Thanks. Why? Um, you know, I, I'm going to go all the way back to high school sports. And I don't know, you know, I was the kid that at eight years old, my dad would beat me at chess. And I'd throw the effing chess board across the room. 
you know, I'm sure some of you guys relate. My dad would be laughing, so proud of himself <laughs> that he won. I'm like, this is never going to happen again. I'm winning. You know, so that being the case, you know, right now. And, and again, I'm pretty surrounded and we've got our market pretty captured. So uh, because of that, we're starting to expand out in some yeah. of the Southern California markets and, um, you know, building relationships with other brokers that are making it happen and uh, doing all that sort of stuff. And uh, it's, it's, been, it's been fun. I mean, really, right now, it's just a opportunity time for all of us brokers. I think every moment is, right? Whether you're an investor or whatever you are, it's just, it is opportunity time for you guys out there. You just have to have the mentality to go get it. So were you always growth-minded? I mean, when you got into this industry, like, t- talk about the beginning. Like, what was, what was the young Chuck like? Um, you know, young Chuck didn't know what he wanted to do and wandered into a license, you know, an office. And when I wandered in, um, I had my license, which is random that I had it, and some random people walked in and they, the broker had no one there at the time. And they said, Hey, do you want to, uh, you know, show this person property? And I'm like, well, I can't show them in my truck. I have no air conditioning. You know, I don't have a keypad back then, you know, I think. So I went out, showed them property that day they bought and, you know, and I came back. And so I worked chat with the broker cause no one else was there and they ended up pulling the trigger on a property. And, you know, as they did that, I found out my first check was going to be $6,000. I'm like, wait a minute. I just made $6,000. I got lucky. Okay. We all know that it's a yeah. pain in the ass to sell. I mean, it's not easy. Yeah. And then I'm like, what if I do two of those a month? That's 12,000. My buddies are teaching, making 30. And then it just kind of grew from there. And I'm like, yeah. this is a great business. Start building houses, start doing specs, flips, you know, all that sort of fun stuff. And next thing you know, I'm here sitting with you two. Worked out pretty good. Yeah, like top top 50 Coldwell Banker companies on the planet. Yes, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Good stuff, good stuff. I'm almost speechless here. So, I mean, you know, I'm just kind of like writing the coattails of you guys. Oh, whatever. You know, it's funny. We, we, well, we interviewed another gentleman and we we're talking about like how you, um, you actually sometimes really do just stumble into these opportunities, but you have to be prepared for it. And I'm, I'm literally sitting back going like, it's proximity, man. Like I'm, I'm in proximity of really great talented people that have really proven over time that if you put in the work that it'll pay off. And, uh, you know, you've obviously put that, that work in. What was that like? Um, I want to know that. I know there's so many leaders out there that know like, what was the work like? Because did you always have a vision? Like once you kind of caught onto this vision of what you wanted to be or what, what, what life was going to look like, what was that like for you to actually live it out in order for you to really kind of get to the point where you're at right now? Well, I mean, the one thing I do want to say is honest and truly like, and I'm sure you guys can relate this. And this is like from the bottom of my heart. I wake up disappointed every day with where I'm at in my life. Mm. You know, and I'm just being honest, like every single day I wake up and I'm like, you know, why did you end up such a loser, dude? Like you have so much that you could be out there doing, but you're too much of a pussy to go make it happen. You know, and that being the case is like what really motivates me. So when you're talking about how well you've done or this or that, like I'm really disappointed in myself every day, you know, and and in the last year I really made the decision. Maybe it's part of my midlife crisis or whatever, but I made the decision in the last year that I'm done. I'm done. It's time to go. I'm not going to play small anymore. It is, it is time to go. Yeah. And there's absolutely nothing that is going to stop me. And I bring it. I welcome the competition. And if they can beat me, they deserve it. But right now, I'm just in a place where, you know, we just want to win. And our agents are great. You know, we have all the, the Coldwell Banker tools, whatever brand you're with. Everybody's got yeah. great tools. And um, it's just time to leverage those things and really build it and go after it. And, you know, all these brokers that are sitting on their ass out there, all the leaders that are sitting on their ass, you're in for it. Hold on, because here we come. You know, yeah. those, those, somebody's going to yeah. come in there and eat your lunch. Either we eat somebody's lunch or we get our lunch eaten. And so that being the case, you know, and again, I'm, I'm not taking credit for that. It's the people I surround myself with. It's guys like you, Todd. I mean, honest and truly, like, this guy's a go-getter. When I met yeah. him, he yeah. was uh, probably a quarter of what you're at now. And that was only like three years ago. And he's still blowing up, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I like surrounding myself with people like that. And so you have to be in some form of a, a mastermind network surrounded by studs that can motivate you and make you better. Because if you're the biggest fish in your pond, which is where I was, I just got lethargic and lazy mm-hmm. and not anymore. 
anymore. You know, one of, I love that. One, one of the reasons that I wanted you on, on the show is because you have this like unapologetic, like I know who I am. And, and if you don't like it, that's fine. I, I hope you like me. But if you don't like me, I get it. I'm still going to kick your ass. <laughs> We're going to have fun. It's going to be a good battle. Right? You yeah. Know what I mean, we're gonna hug in the ring, you know, when I beat you. No, I'm kidding. But but, but I want. But I wonder how you got there because I watch so many. Like obviously, from a coaching perspective, we got a lot of clients, right? And they typically will come to us and they're saying, "Hey, listen, I think I need to be this person. I think I need to be that person. These are the things that I think I need to do." Instead of just going, "All right, well, what the hell am I really, really good at?" And I get the sense that you figured that out for you, and you just said, "Hey, I'm throwing everything else out. I'm gonna do what I'm amazing at," and unapologetically. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what I realized that I like to do, and unfortunately, you know, you've got entrepreneurial minds out there, too, that, like, are doing 10, 100 times what we're doing, right? I mean, that's just, they're out there. But for for me, I like edutainment. You know, I like to educate and entertain at the same time. Um, I've even been knocked off some of the Coldwell Banker, you know, uh, main social media pages. I've been knocked off all over the place for being politically incorrect. And you know what? Not everybody's going to like me, you know? Yeah. And, 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 that's, and that's okay, because, you know, the majority's going, I can't believe he just said that. And I'm saying it because it's what we're all thinking. You know what I mean? So um, the edutainment and traveling around and, and talking to different companies and inspiring people, you realize that, like, you know, what's your purpose in life? Define your purpose in life. You know what I mean? And so mine's to go out there and try to help everybody be better. And, you know, I, I mean, I know I don't know if I sound cocky and all this stuff, but really, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, and it's not cocky at all. But I have to stop you for one second, because right now everybody is on their computer and they're Googling Chuck Whitehead. So oh, why don't you just help them out? Great. Where do they find you on social media? Uh, it, the Chuck Whitehead show on Facebook is the best place to go. Um, that's, you know, and if you want to know like my lead gen stuff, which is all agents really care about as leaders, all we care about is lead gen, right? Like, you know, if you've got enough leads and some clients pissing you off, you can flip them the bird. You got enough leads and escrows going, you don't care. So, uh, I do have a book that's all about, um, lead gen. It's the 11 commandments of real estate on Amazon. Um, you can go check it out and, um, uh, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. I spent like two and a half years on it and, um, you know, hopefully it'll help some people out there. And if you like it, by the way, you know, just yeah. Yeah. Give, me, give me a review. Yeah, right. Give me, give me a little thumbs up. Yeah. All right. So back, back to the unapologetic leadership. So you've decided, hey, this is my space. This is something I'm really passionate about. And like you're using it to crush people, dude. Well, we're, we're doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Doing so, all right. Uh, you know, and I think, and again, I, everybody, you know, I don't care whether you're in our team. Or, I mean, don't you kind of feel like if you're not on our team, just not on our team. If you don't work for Cold Banker, you could be the nicest person in the world. But to me, it's, it's war. Don't you guys agree? Yeah, it is. It is you war. Know what I mean, and especially other brokers are really nice, great people. But if you're in our marketplace, you're not my friend. I'm yeah. so sorry. You're, you know, I mean, I'll see you and be nice to you and cordial and all that stuff. But when you look at each other, you're kind of like, okay, there's the next target. Yeah. Right. I'm sure Todd. Well, one hundred percent. But I, you know, I'm sitting here. I'm listening to you, right? Like, so I love. You. I wake up in the morning and I'm just not satisfied. There's a hunger. I think that we would all agree that for those people who truly succeed as leaders, that that overachieve, if you will, they wake up, up. They wake up every day and they're hungry. They relentlessly pursue whatever it is that they're that they're looking to achieve. Yeah. I think where many people miss, though, is they is they never get really comfortable with who they are and as a result they never get to let that out and you let it out bro like that's one of the things that's so pretty so so amazing about watching you thank you i I want you to tell us though how how you got there a and then b what does it meant to your business like okay i'm going to be focused on well okay so so man can i talk about like the social media portion of it yeah so so if i'm a leader out there um, you know, let's be honest, Todd, like you could be running a Remax, you could be running a Keller Williams, you could be running anything you want, right? And you're going to be successful. 
So as a leader, and you told me this is for leaders, right? So, so as a leader, we have a responsibility to understand that you're going to be successful in any brand. It's not about that. It's about you. Mm -hmm. So we have an, uh, an obligation to put ourselves out there. Um, the, the people, yes, they're committed to the brand, but they're committed to us as leaders. So they have to be able to find you. They need, uh, they, so like, that's why I have the video show is if anybody is Googling Coldwell Banker Associated Brokers, you're going to find us and you're going to see us out there talking about who we are and interviews with our managers and, you know, what we're all about and being aggressive and wanting you to win and helping you win and, you know, all the tools that are available and all that stuff. But if you're not out on social media and if you're not doing video and if you believe that you're going to be okay without doing things like this podcast you're doing, mm -hmm. um, you know, you're in trouble because somebody's going to come along and they're going to blast onto the scene for free. Okay. Because you can do all this for free. Yep. Just a video camera and a couple mics and you're done. Um, I would just say, leaders, you guys have to get out there and make a huge presence in social media because people come into the interview. It's so funny. It's, it's almost ridiculous, but they'll come into the interview and I'll walk over while they're interviewing like, oh, Chuck Whitehead. I'm like, like, I'm a celebrity. I'm like, dude, I'm a dork. You know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that you even think that, but because you have a podcast like you guys do or a show or whatever, they almost think you're a celebrity. I was just downstairs and one of the big corporate people came up and she's like, Chuck, how you been? Da, da, da. I've never met her before, but she thinks she knows me because she saw my show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so leaders... Get out there. Get on video. I don't care if it's live. I don't care if you're holding your phone. I don't care. You know, get out there. Post on your show. Be consistent. Let everybody know what you do. Let everybody know what your mission statement is, your vision, that you want to win, that you want them to be better because the other people just aren't doing it. Am I talking too much, guys? No, I, I think it's, it's <laughs> great. I mean, honestly, I, one of the things I just keep thinking about is um, I think this, this concept that is so many leaders feel like they have to have greatness inside of them, right? They have to have like this natural uh, ability when it's actually really, I believe more of their uniqueness and they have to turn that uniqueness into their gift and their greatness. And you've done an ex exceptional, great job Thank of that. You. I appreciate um, it. I love like when I was doing my research on you, one of the things I absolutely loved is that your position is head honcho. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't describe really you, it, I don't know what else would. So it's awesome that you. This is my partner off, by the way. She's like, that's not professional. I'm like, I'm the head honcho. Right. <laughs> but it's, but it is you and you take ownership of that. Have you always owned your uniqueness? Have you always owned this personality or did you hide it for a long time and then eventually turned out? No, I've always, I've always liked to, I don't know. I've always liked to, to be out front and, yeah. you know, be working with, I like to be out front. I mean, it's, it's just the truth. And, and, you know, that's why people flock to us as leaders, to all of you guys. You know, you too, Todd. I mean, to, to all you guys, it's because, you know, you, you carry something with you that shows that you have confidence, that you have a vision. And people are attracted to that because not everybody in the world is has that vision. Most, If you ask most people, like, why are you here? What are you here to do? They don't know. Yeah. But then they meet somebody like Todd, and they go, Todd knows where he wants to go. I'm going to hitch onto that effing train mm -hmm. because Todd's going to pull me along. And I like his vision. I'm committed. I'm going with Todd. Yeah. Um, so that being the case, and again, this is all, a lot of this is like recent stuff that I've learned, you know, yeah. uh, but it really is about, so leadership is about having vision and all those things. Yeah. So, and I think I've had that. I think I've always kind of known where I wanted to go. And, you know, I, my 30th birthday, I went into a depression for six months because I realized I wasn't going to be president. And I'm like, Chuck, you're going to be a normal schmo. Welcome to being one of the ants in the giant ant hill. you know? And so, but, and that's just how it works, you know? And I'm like, so every, you know, I woke up for 30, I was depressed. I'm like fine, I'll just be a schmo. But I'm like, but I'm going to be the best schmo. You know what but I mean? That, that, that kind of sounds familiar to me. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. You, just, you hit it right there. Yeah, I was just going to say. At the age of 30, 30 20, 28, 28. I did the same 28. thing. So my, yeah, I had my midlife crisis at the age of 30. Oh, good for you. Because it, it, for I'm the middle mind, so my dream was over. I knew it wasn't going to happen either. So right? that was interesting, right? man. Yeah, seriously. Look at you now, right? I mean, life's good. Well, I mean, yeah, life is good. And, and it's interesting. You know, one of the things uh, I didn't really dive into this because we kept on moving on to something else. But I, I for so much of my life, um, 
and I, this is something that's changed with me though. So the fact that you still live this way is interesting and I'd like to know more about it, but there was so much of my time of my life where I would wake up in the morning so disappointed with the person I am, the man I am, because I wasn't becoming this person that I had in my vision, right? right, right. And um, and I, there was a point in my life, actually the age of 40, where that actually stopped. I actually got to this point in my life where the vision of the man that I wanted to become, I had to be good with the vision. I had to be good with the person I was now, yeah. even though I was still driven. And in fact, if anything, it motivated, motivated me even more yeah. to reach that guy. So it was interesting when you made that comment because a lot of my life, I felt the same way is I would wake up every day um, upset and pissed off at myself because I hadn't achieved that greatness in my life. Can, can I add something to that? Yeah. I mean, this is just so, you know, whenever I mention Trump, people get crazy. Uh -huh. OK, like I can say love him or hate him. I don't really care. OK, but is he the most intelligent man in the world? No, he's he's not. I can tell you right now. I read his tweets. I watched, you know, but the thing he has, the benefit that, he, that the thing that he has over us. And this is kind of this is a message for you and a message for me and a message for everybody out there is you cannot deny his mindset. Yes. OK, that's a guy that is probably not as smart as anybody listening to this friggin thing right here. OK, none of us. Uh, there's not one of us that's uh, dumber than him. OK, this guy. I mean, but the bottom line is he's got a winning mindset that we don't have. So yes. the only thing that's holding you and I back and Todd, I mean, Todd, you're doing great. Your company's huge. But guess what? We're a three underachievers sitting here. Yeah. Um, and Trump is out there kicking ass and taking names and making shit happen because he's got a vision. Yeah. And so you got to love the guy for that. And that's the only thing holding us back. It's what's between our ears. Straight up. You got a schmo over there in the president's office. And here we are, you know, wondering like, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. so my, my, just... my kids, my kids will like this. That's what's up. Right. <laughs> that's, that, what's up. that's what's up. That's from night school for those of you that don't know what, what that is. But dude, that you, bam. Right. That's a mic drop moment. People, people are getting some great nuggets out of this deal. Mindset, one thousand percent, and you've got it, right? Uh, you know, I'm you, to develop well, it more. But, but here's the thing, right? It starts with we we had this conversation with somebody else, right? So there, there's this theory out there that we can move towards pleasure away from pain, right? Mm -hmm. And it's this fear, you know, uh, uh, abundance, like all all of these different mindset pieces. But here's the thing: those people who can can put out a goal and they can do anything and everything necessary to achieve it that's awesome i would argue that one of the reasons that they achieve it is because they're afraid of failing to achieve it right but whatever right yeah. there's yeah. the other ones that that work their asses off running from the boogeyman right they're, they're afraid they 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 are underachieving every morning i wake up hungry wanting to be a better man better business person better right. whatever right and it's the fear they're both kind of tied to fear mm -hmm. and you kind of hit it right there. I wake up every morning and I'm like, Oh, I'm not the man that I want to be, but it's it doesn't put you, it does. You don't curl up into a ball and go into the corner. No. You work your ass off. You, you suit up and you go. Absolutely. I love that. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's just all mentality and mindset, you know, and you know, one of the big mind killers for us as leaders, you know, all of us is, uh, this is just my own personal opinion, but like when I look back and go, Chuck, why are you 47 and not like, you know, a billionaire somewhere? And that being the case, I, I really think that it comes down to probably all of us, you too. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, like, I think what it comes down to is just strictly the fact that we are so afraid to lose what we have, mm -hmm. that you're not willing to put your balls on the line, yeah. you know, and actually go get it because like you've built up this little nest egg and you know, oh, you're going to retire someday and we're gonna be so happy, but we're just like so afraid. And then you meet these other guys like Peter Mendiola out of West or some of these other dudes. These guys don't care about that at all. And they're running everybody over and it just drives me insane that I'm such a pansy and I want to protect what I have, you know, and, and luckily, you know, we picked up buildings along the way and done all this fun stuff and all that, but we're still, we're just setting ourselves up to retire and never really accomplish anything because of our fears of 
Do you, do you feel the same? I mean, you don't want to go for it because you're like, I got, you know, I got what, 300, 400 agents now. It's all great. But mm, God, if we just get over that. Yeah. I was, I was going to say, I mean, I would say in the, probably for the last, I've been in real estate for 12 years now. So probably the first seven of it was that way until the last five. And then kind of this mindset change, right? It's like, no, no, it's about growth expansion and it's about becoming everything that I knew that I was meant to become. Good so, I, but I, most, most people live in that scarcity of what you're talking about. Well, and that's credit to you, Todd. Like I said, I'm not kidding. When I, when I met you, you were president circle doing six or 7 million bucks, uh, in, you know, in GCI and you've quadrupled that, you know, and, um, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Because I want to surround myself with people like yeah. you guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got an invite to do something? Yes, 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 yep. yes. You get people that you respect that want to do things with you. What are you going to learn? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, cool. so let's, let's talk about just for a second, the mentor deal, because you brought it up a couple of times. So how are you surrounding yourself with great men and women leaders to help you become a better leader? Uh, I think it's our networking. Um, and what I mean is, you know, I got to give some credit to Coldwell Banker. Uh, it started out by you know, they created a mastermind of owners. And then, you know, at through that mastermind, you know, I met Peter, I met Phil Jones and Chris Conrad, you know, I met Dave Danforth up in Seattle. Like I met all these 20, 30, 40, you know, million dollar companies. Uh, I met you through that. I mean, I met you technically indirectly through that. Um, so it's just, you know, masterminding and getting, getting yourself, you have to force yourself. If, if you're a leader out there on an Island, you're never going to get better. Mm -hmm. You can learn something from everybody. If it wasn't, if it wouldn't have been for that group, for the mastermind that I was in, I would have been wiped out in 2009. We would no longer, I wouldn't be standing here wow. um, because they taught me, you know, I had to close an office. I had to do some hard things, had to roll a bunch of stuff back, but surrounding myself with those super studs opened the door. Uh, so you just have to find them. You got to find them. I don't care if you go to the car events, the NAR events, you know, it depends whatever brand you're in, go talk to your brand ambassador. Yeah. See what kind of, how, how can I go sit with this person or that person, you know, and, and just make friends. Yeah. Learn. One of the things that Todd and I were talking about, uh, about you before you came in here was just about like, not only are you, uh, amazing at ex expansion, not only you are amazing at your training, but you're also really great at the stickiness of it. You really like the retention of your agents. What do you do? How, how do you do that? Cause that's, I think that's a challenge for a lot of people as, as you're continuously growing, sometimes you forget about home base. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I am guilty of that once in a while because you're always looking down the road, right? But I think it really comes down to number one, hiring and surrounding yourself with good managers and leaders, right? People that have been there, done that. Mm -hmm. um, but I think most importantly, and I like this, this is something I learned from a couple of our partners, is that they have um, constantly introducing and bringing their agents new things. So whether you're bringing them in Coldwell Banker, Social Adagen, and CBX, and AMP, and all these different things, you're, we have, we're, we're just barraging them with tools constantly that other people don't have. Um, and whether you're with Remax or whoever, whoever it may be, uh, you just have to constantly be talking about, okay, so like we have social media boot camps. I mean, did you guys know this? Um, you know, it's about posting. It's not about content. You know, it's, so if they're commenting, not about content. So, you know, anytime anybody, if I want to be top of feed for my agents or for, for anybody that's on my client list, I got to respond with four words to every post they do. And then I will always come up top of feed, you know, so I'm constantly bringing the agents nuggets so that they can go like, okay, now you will never be forgotten by your clients. If you don't, if you browse and don't like something or comment on their social media, they're not gonna, you're not gonna come up in their feed. You have to stay top of mind. Yeah. So that's just one little nugget, but I'm bringing nugget, 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 and all the stuff I'm stealing from you guys and from everybody, you know, but just constantly bringing them badass information that's gonna just blow up their business. And the minute you stop doing that, someone else, like I said, will come along and eat your lunch. Does that make sense, Todd? Oh, yeah. So, so I'm, there's, there's leaders out there right now that are going, well, that's great, but he sounds like he's got charisma and all, and it's all true, right? So let yeah. me ask you a question. Number one, do you do this for other companies? Yes. So you, you go out and do training? Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I mean, in the last six months, I've been to you know Des Moines, Iowa, Seattle, 
Long Beach, San Francisco, uh, Chula Vista. Like I'm constantly traveling around, uh, meeting with, you know, just doing presentations for companies and and sitting down and like I have a girl that will go in there and audit all their social media because I believe that's the future, um, and like that's what I like to do. And I don't even just, I mean, and they, they pay me enough to cover the cost because I'm gonna learn something from them too. Yeah. You know, so like, I'm, and it's just that's what life is. Like right now, I'm in the yes mode. You want to come here? Yes. You want to do that? Yes. 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 That's awesome. So so that's number number two. I'm a leader. I'm really not, you know, I don't have that charisma. I don't really like video. I don't, what would you tell them? If you're a leader and you're having any success at all, even if you have 20 agents, you have something. If you have 20 agents, they are with you and can have committed their financial life to you. They have committed their livelihood to you. So even if I have 10 people or 20 people, you know, you are a likable person. That's why they're following you. So on your social media, whatever it is, you know, hey, you may be a soft-spoken person, but you're really, really smart. Like, be authentic and be yourself in your video and everything that you do. Because if you, you know, hey, if you got three agents, you know, maybe, maybe be in the business to be a broker. Okay, but if you got 20, yeah. 30, 40, 50 that are committing to you, don't be afraid to use your personality. Get on stuff like this. Call up Todd. Call, call these guys and come in and ask if I can do a podcast and, and just be yourself. Because every broker I've ever met is special. Every one of them is smart. And man, when you got people committing their lives and their financial livelihood to you, you're doing something right. Mm. Optimize your personality. Even, you know, you, everybody's got it. Bring it out. Be it's a big responsibility. It is, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, take it seriously. Yeah. So I don't know if that helps, but I just think everybody's got something to offer. You know, getting here with you guys, if you could, you know, anybody's could, could get up there and, you know, have yourself a battle plan of what you want to do social media wise and just do it. Go for it. You have nothing to lose. Here. I get it. Yeah, I love that, man. I mean, just the energy, dude, by the way. Like, oh, yeah. Do you feel the energy in the room? And people talk about that, like when somebody comes in the room that you, like they're, they they have this natural ability to energize it. Well, yeah, and, and most certainly Todd does that. He does. And Chuck, you do too. I mean, this is fantastic. Just a ton of energy. I don't, I mean, the lights are on because of you guys. Like there is no electricity in this room other than what the nah. guys are producing right now. So I like him. Uh, well, I know he's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> Hey, so I want to know, I, I, I got to ask you, like, what's next? What's the big thing for you? I mean, you are driven, you are unabashed. What is like, when uh, we talk to you a year from now, mm. like, who's that Chuck? Um, boy, that's a loaded question. Cause I'm working on a lot of stuff. Uh, what can my, you tell my, us? My real goal is I want to, I'm going to be part of something huge. Yeah. And I mean, when, when we talk next year, uh, which I'd love to do, by the way, maybe we could even plan it for next year's leadership retreat or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that it I will be part of what I believe will be the largest real estate group on the planet. And we're going to do some big, big things, massive entertainment, massive recruitment uh, departments. And I mean, we are really going to go after it and it has begun and we have left the blocks. And I would say in the next year, I cannot wait to meet with you guys again and remind me of this because yeah. uh, such good things are about to happen. I can feel them. They're right there on the horizon. And uh, I can't share everything with you guys, mm -hmm. but we're going to take all this aggression and, and fun stuff. And, you know, and it's all about fun, right? You can't take money with you. But and we're going to really try to do some good things and, and really grow the business. And uh, I can't wait to share it with you guys. Like I said, I can't. Everything. Well, so it's so funny to me because, you know, he says that and I can feel like the the energy in me right now going yeah. up. And, and it, I think this is super important back to the, the mentor and the mastermind stuff. Mm -hmm. Being in a room with you and people like you that, that throw the gauntlet down to say, you know what, the status quo is not enough. I'm going to grow. And in the statement that you just made that you're going to be the largest, like you're going to kick everybody's yeah. butt. It gets me excited. 
right now listen i i know it's not true and i know that i'm going to be number one okay but but what what i love what i love (laughs) i mean it's just awesome i'm like yes this is competitive i love it well and you know it's everybody's got it in them they just got to find it you know go find that little kid that wanted to throw that chess set yeah. You all got them in you. You know, yeah. we all right. hate to lose, especially in this room. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Tap, tap into that sucker, right? <laughs> that's right. You know, I think that's really interesting, right? So, because I think political correctness would say, oh, no, you can't do that. But what he just basically said is, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's all right to be competitive. It's okay to say what I have today isn't enough. It, it's okay to say I want more. Yep. You just have to be willing to go out and authentically and kind. You are very kind and you're very respectful. You. And like all of the things. It's, it's not a, I'm going to throw mud in your eye. It's a, I'm going to go out and I'm going to compete. I'm going to hug you, but I'm going to compete, man. Come to win. Think about this, like, like for our agents, like, and, and somebody told me their definition of leadership. And, uh, and I, this has always stuck with me. Uh, I think it all starts in management and in leadership with this simple thing. So um, everybody... If your agents know that you are totally committed to them and their lives and their success, and I mean, without a doubt, know that like my goal in life is for them to all be bringing home six figures and buy themselves a good house and take their kids to Hawaii and do all those things. If they know that you're really rooting for for them, they will root for you. Um, And I think it all starts there for leaders is, you know, so I want to take that message and not just be preaching it to 250, 275 people, but I want to be preaching it to thousands. You know what I mean? And, and bring the tools yeah. to say, like, guess what? I met Todd Conklin, and because I met Todd, I am better. Mm-hmm. And I'm a better agent, and my life is better. Why in the hell would I want to work for anybody other than Todd Conklin? Because that guy's got my back. Mm-hmm. He'd take a bullet for me. You know? And I think as leaders, our yeah. agents have to know that. Exactly. And the minute that, that you awesome. stop doing that, the minute yeah. you stop doing that, that's when they're going to be like, well, you know what? Maybe this dude over at, you know, Remax or KW wants to give me some love, you know, and cares about me more. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm ready to come work for you. You're in. Yeah. And by the way, line of the entire deal, 50-50. go out and find that eight-year-old boy that hates to lose. <laughs> yeah. Right? right. Oh my gosh. Do you want to close this, Chuck? <laughs> I know, right? Just take it away. Or none of us are going to do it. Um, well, wrap I mean, it up, brother. I mean, like, like all I, all I can say is, you know, it's about leadership. You know, like yeah. I said, we, we have to lead. You have to have a vision. And you really have to let people know who you are on social media and be authentic and let them know that you want to win and let them know that you want them to win. Be part of that winning team. You have to let those agents know that by joining me, we are going to win together and undoubtedly 100% believe that. And if you don't, then I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Starbucks. 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 Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, Starbucks uh, is good. Anyway, so there you go. Fantastic. Dude, I cannot wait for your new book, right? So Thank so we got the, the we, got, we have the current book out now. 11 Commandments of Real Estate. Right, and then the new one's coming out when? Uh, should be out within about six months. That's awesome. All right, so we're going to be on the lookout for your book. Thank Will you, you come back when that book comes oh, out? I would love to. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. We love it. Yeah, that'd be really nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Chuck Whitehead. And I hope you'll remember us when you're oh. the number one. <laughs> what are you talking about? I thought you were going to be number one. Uh, okay, number two. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thank you i really appreciate it oh man this was fantastic all right todd i don't know man we're gonna have to go like we're gonna have to run just to burn some of this energy off i'm, I'm out you see you <laughs> <laughs> all right guys hey as always we appreciate you guys joining us man if you did not come away with some amazing information nuggets that you're going to implement in your life you need to check your pulse this was awesome and i hope you guys enjoyed you guys have a fantastic rest of your week and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. 
You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.